All right, you guys, welcome back to One Drink In. We are so excited for part two of our episode with Jessica Stalker. Last week, we talked a little bit more about sex, dating, relationship advice. This week's episode is going to dive into the metaverse and some other fun things. So we hope you guys enjoy. And just want to give a quick shout out to Casa One. They are an online furniture store and they have made our move to LA so much easier. They have amazing prices, high quality furniture. We're obsessed with them. Our living room looks so cute. So definitely go check them out. It's at Casa One and we'll leave a link in our show notes. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Okay, so can you give us like basic level about the metaverse? We've talked about this, but just like basic yeah. levels for somebody like us, like we're learning more about the metaverse now, just being around you, going yeah. to these like really cool events. Talk to me about like just basic level, what it's going to do, like, and, and the type of experiences people can have, I guess. Right. How that makes sense. Okay, so I guess to break it really simply down, I will explain it this way. So... We had web one and web one was you read stuff on the internet, right? You read articles, Wikipedia, you can't like it. You can't comment. You can't interact. It's basically just feeding you. You're just reading. It's like a book. It's Mm -hmm, like a Kindle. mm -hmm. And then we get into web two In web two. We're introducing Facebook and Instagram. You can now interact with other people. Right. It's not just like you're reading a computer. You're now interacting with me and Chloe are messaging on Instagram. We're liking articles on um, New York, New York Post. We comment on it. We can now interact with the Internet and with each other. So fast forward to Web3, which is the metaverse. That's what we're diving into. Web3 is everything you do on Web2, whether it's social media, reading, we have content creation like YouTube, Amazon shopping, everything you do right now, it is now going to be in a 3D world. So it's not going to be a web browser anymore. You're going to put your goggles on and it's like you're jumping into the internet. So let's say, okay, I want to shop at Nike. You can put your glasses on and your avatar can shop in Nike. Now you may ask, well, why can't I just shop on Nike if I know what I want to get? Perfect. Do that. You don't need to. Right. The web three is just another because like sometimes you read stuff and you don't interact with people. Mm-hmm. We still mm-hmm. use web one. Right. Yeah. We're still going to use web two. But web three is going to give us the option to have a 3D immersive environment and jump into the Internet and do things like go to concerts with friends yeah. that live That's so sick. across the country yeah. Yeah. or like go and meet your grandma for lunch because <laughs> she has like COVID and she's at the hospital and you can't visit her. Yeah. Like there's it's yeah. going to leave doors open and room for opportunities that we've never seen before and it's really exciting it's like you get to do things that you've never been able to do in the metaverse you explained it i think the first time you really explained it to me that it clicked was when you said yeah you could go into walmart and go down the aisles and go shopping there but no one really wants to do that because you can just go on amazon.com order whatever you want and this is just the next version of it where you can just go in walking down the aisles in your virtual world see what's on the shelves pick it out and then buy it. it's just like the next level of it and then the other thing is people forget like there's people with disabilities like who yeah. can't go to coachella or concerts right. or whatever this is giving those people that chance to like have that opportunity to experience certain things or people who just like live in smaller cities or towns that like, can't go travel all these places imagine like having this when you're in the hospital yeah. if you're like 
have a really serious injury or accident and you are stuck in the hospital for extended periods of time and all you're doing is laying in a bed staring at the ceiling that would have been sick like fuck I would have loved putting on goggles and doing fun interactive things or chatting with my friends that way or whatever people forget that there's more to it than just like what we're experiencing on a day-to-day there's like other people who could benefit from it too yeah I think that that is the biggest point that I want to share with people is that exact point of it's giving opportunities to people that would never actually have these opportunities. Yeah. And a lot of times people that are blessed, especially like living in LA, like why would we go to a concert in the metaverse if we can see Justin Bieber five miles away at a concert here in Hollywood? And the reason is there are people that live in other places that don't have access to what they have access to at all. And it's like, they now get to experience it not in the same way, but in a way that's better. Closer. Closer yeah. to what we get to experience. Do you think that it's going to be expensive, though, to do like to be involved in that or to experience those things? Or do you think eventually it'll get to a point where like everyone will be able to yeah. afford to do it? Like it'll like the prices will come down. Eventually. Well, the prices are already pretty low. The graphics aren't good. So it's hard <laughs> to say like. Yeah, the graphics. <laughs> <laughs> but think about the first, like, when the internet first started, oh the graphics God. sucked. Like. Yeah, it did. Like, the web browsers sucked. So I think, like, when we get a really good metaverse, because the amount of people is higher, like, you can, mm-hmm. let's say you can fit 500,000 people into one place versus, like, maybe here you can only fit, like, 50,000. So the, the costs will definitely be lower yeah. than going to an actual concert. And because you don't have to fly Justin Bieber out to New York, he can like sit at his house and be doing the concert from his house. Like his rate is also going to be lower, which is going to make the rate for everyone else lower. Yeah. And I don't even think we mentioned this. Explain to people what your tie to the metaverse is. Like tell them about Digiland. Right. So um, I've been a real estate agent in the physical world for five years now. And then I got into Decentraland and I was a real estate agent for two years now in Decentraland. So when I was a real estate agent, I realized there wasn't a platform for my clients to go on and purchase properties in a seamless way, in an educational way. Mm-hmm. There's this thing called OpenSea and it's a marketplace for all the NFTs, but it's very oversaturated with art NFTs and a bunch of NFTs that aren't properties. So I created a platform called Digiland and it's basically the Zillow for the digital world. So let's say you're on Zillow and you're looking at apartments to buy. You'd probably go on like Zillow. I'm creating that platform for the metaverse. So you can go on it and you can look through properties in different metaverses and look at pictures, videos, descriptions, and it kind of helps you decide what property you want to buy. I love that. Oh, also your avatar hot oh my god you saw it yeah i mean she she doesn't have your ass exactly but yeah. <laughs> she was hot i was like what was that experience just made a real life version of herself yeah. in avatar form it was cool and it was sick so there's and a, it, like a ton of cameras it. and stuff yeah, yeah. What did- it was really cool so i made an avatar and she looks like me she can't go into the metaverse yet, though. <laughs> she's stuck she, in her, she like, move Barbie or she box. Just chilling? She can. You can You can make her move, but you can't put her into... You can animate her. And you can create your own metaverse to put her in, but it's not... The software doesn't connect to like all the, the metaverses different. that are out right now. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Like people so, like, if you just, wanted to create an avatar in one of those metaverse lands or whatever, look like you would have to do it through the. Yeah, website. you'd have to do it through what the graphics that they're giving you. Yeah. And mm. the graphics, like, 
I'll show you guys after. But like the graphics for my avatar in Decentraland, kind of like how what Snapchat has like the like Bitmoji, Bitmoji, outfits. you know, uh-huh. you like buy outfits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that's what the collabs will look like, where you could like buy fits for your avatar in in the metaverse? Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. That would yeah. be cool. Like, it's going to be sick. <laughs> you have two different wardrobes. It's going to actually be really cool. Well, you can actually try to have one. Like, you can order the same stuff for yourself and, like, that get your the, avatar is. It's almost like, the physical item and the yeah. Like, yeah. digital version. Like, yeah, what we, you guys like, saw what they McDonald's. Were about. Yeah. Um, they're delivering real the food and to your door now. Yeah. From That's, Decentraland. Well, who was the guy that was talking about within the fashion space at your event? And he was talking about if you buy a product, like, say you're buying Nike it from Nike. will send you Nike the yeah. like, physical and the Like, to put NFT it on your it. avatar? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that was Scott. That's so sick. Jess, how long have you been living in L.A.? So, I've been living here. It's, we're coming up on five years. Damn. I'm going to be 25. Damn. That's Quarter life crisis. You moved out here when you were 20? I know. Yeah, I got here you when were I was so 20. young. I can't imagine. I can't like, either. I... Part of me wishes I would have moved out when I was younger because I really think it's the best place to network and connect with people. But also part of me is like, I think I would have been too wild then. Yeah, and caught up in the scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like LA is like that city that you either have to come out of it stronger mm-hmm. or you'll die trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Traumatic. <laughs> That's so true though. I know so many people that couldn't couldn't last and like sold their soul in a way where it's like Yeah. And know, people will do anything doing, out here yeah. to like make it. Make it. Oh yeah. That's like, why it's like hard to really right trust people. people, I think, because a yeah. lot of people are so into the scene and making their way and becoming famous. Who's like genuine, who's not? How did you like figure out your groups? Like when you moved here, you know, maybe not knowing many people, like how did you navigate and figure out like that your, was a harder one for me. I, I had came from Australia. I used to live in Australia and I moved to Australia when I was 18 and then I lived there for a year and I made really, really fun groups of friends and they were young and they were like, you know, we, we partied, we went out. And then when I moved to LA, I got into real estate. So I was in business mm-hmm. and I didn't really prioritize like the young friends. I was trying mm-hmm. to move past it. So for the first like two years of living here, my network was like a bunch of like old rich guys and like my clientele. Like it's not it was a bad, yeah. it's not it a bad literally, problem. and I it's learned so problem. much. By the way, like yeah. that's by the I should make a, a book about this, but this is the best tactic to accelerate your growth in business and life is hanging out with old rich people that they're know they, way yeah, more like you. successful like, people, preferably millionaires and millionaires. <laughs> like they know so much. <laughs> Preferably with a B. Yeah, we like the Bs. Love the So bees. they know so much. And I think like I credit a lot of my growth to hanging out with that group of people and having like a lot of incredible mentors. But it got to a point where like Neela was saying, like people are out for themselves. A lot of these guys that were like my mentors or helped me, they really were like kind of like out for themselves there's a reason they're millionaires and billionaires and like that gets a little bit lonely Mm -hmm. so that's when I started to really open up my friend group to like younger people that were like at my level of like trying to get there but like not necessarily like a millionaire or billionaire but like on the journey to becoming something yeah greater Mm -hmm. so that happened I think that was like two years ago when I was like okay I want a really good group of girlfriends and guys that I'm not fucking like actual friends. And that's when I kind of changed my mindset and started like going out more. And I think I met most of my friends through saying yes. Yeah. Like I did Mm -hmm. this thing where I was like, I'm going to say yes to events 
And then at those events, I'm going to meet people and I'm going to say yes to them. And it just opens up doors when you have like that yes mindset. That's kind Especially of like in the, a new city. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I feel like the first couple months when we moved out here were like rough. It was like such an adjustment. Everyone's kind of like doing their own thing. You really have to like figure it out on your own. But now, like, I mean, even when December, I think like I was in a really bad headspace, like I was not OK. And then like just January is when I finally was like, fuck, I love L.A. And it was because I started like going out more. I said yes yeah. to everything. I'm yeah. like meeting more people. And like now I'm finally like enjoying it and like having so much fun and just like actually meeting people that I'm like interested in whereas like before I was like still adjusting but I think it's a really hard city to move to yeah I think when we moved here we were saying yes to absolutely everything that we did I think I'm saying yes more now I think I'm being more intentional with the things that I say yes to whereas like in the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. like maybe I can speak I'll say I but I was saying yes to things that maybe I was like ah I'm not really super interested in this but like I'm being open-minded and I like I think that's the best way to when you move to a new city. I mean, I did that in Chicago. I was like, yeah. I mean, at that point, I was like 22 and I was on dating apps. And I'm like, all right, I want to go like try new spots, like try new restaurants, yeah. cocktails, experiences, whatever. So I was going on like multiple dates with new people and new personalities as like yeah. friends. But even moving here, I think I got burnout really quickly. The first month was a lot of going out like hardcore partying. Yes. And then I stopped. I just stopped partying and I was kind of only hanging out with a small group of people Mm -hmm. who I thought were my friends turns out they're not (laughs) well that's LA ship but from like October to December maybe even before October I was really only hanging out with this small group of people and that was the only thing I was doing and I had so much fun and like thought they were my good friends thought I trusted them and everything and just completely did not give a fuck about me yeah and so like that made me kind of like where did you meet them I met them through a mutual friend oh okay and had known them for a little bit yeah and then it just got weird and there was no like real explanation and i was just like damn i guess that's how it works out in la it and does I, yeah and i was kind of like, bummed Shitty out for though. a really long time and like i wasn't dating anyone i wasn't really hanging out with anyone else i was like staying in and then i was like whatever i'm just gonna start going back out and like, meeting new people and then my entire mood shifted everything got better and i feel like sometimes you think it's the end of the world or things feel like so shitty and then i look back i'm like i can't even believe i was that upset because i'm so much happier now yeah. and yeah. I wouldn't be where I am now if I had still been hanging out with those people. Right. If they didn't force me to meet new yeah. people. And now I'm so much happier meeting way better people who are much more kind yeah. and genuine. Everything happens for a reason as far as like that type of shit. I think that's what's hard living in LA sometimes is that you do lose a lot of mm-hmm. so many acquaintances. Yeah. What friends, acquaintances, whatever you want to call it. And you lose a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, you get... You're kind of trying to qualify who's going to be with you for the long ride and who's going to be in your group. Right. And by doing that, you go through so many. Yeah. And I think that's what's hard. You have to mourn the loss of a lot of people. Yeah. And I don't think I was used to that. That just has never happened to me where a friend would just do that. And now I have my guard up a little bit more as far as who I meet and who I trust. And just realizing people are very irredisposable. People will move on. There's so many people in LA that don't need you. And you don't need them. You can meet a new person the next weekend. And like that's it. It's like extreme. And everybody has some sort of like connection. Oh yeah. Everybody's attractive here. So it does, you do, like, if you don't have something that you feel confident in, like, you do start to feel like you're replaceable. Yeah. Because you're like, well, shit, like, I could just be replaced because there's, like, another girl right here that looks like me and acts like me and is pretty and has the same connections as me. And I think that's where it comes back to, like, 
having our own hobbies and having yeah. like, that like you guys having your podcast and having things that yeah. like make you stand out that it's like you're not like replaceable like you have mm-hmm. something unique that you have to offer and like being confident in that. yeah I would definitely agree I think I I'm just now starting to adjust to LA and LA life and again we talked about this like being a big fish in a little pond and yeah. now we're like we're normal fish with everybody else and it's like also <laughs> figuring out like your areas you know what I mean I mean like yeah. Chicago and like Columbus we're like big, big fish, fish in a little pond, pond. Yeah. and like it's it's easy you could easily you would know everybody everywhere you're going and here you're finding I mean LA is smaller than yeah actually the, if you're in, it's like, pretty small yeah, yeah I feel like it's we already small. have I run into the like, same whoa. people every week now and everyone I meet knows someone else that I know like everyone's Everyone's connected connected. everyone's connected in some way shape or form but now I'm having like I'm finally having fun in LA and meeting the people I want to meet and then I don't know I just feel so much happier than when we had first Mm -hmm. moved out here like oh yeah those couple months (laughs) I was like really down I think everything was just (laughs) so everything was new and we just like we're trying to figure it out we're like where the fuck are we gonna live what are we doing what are we doing for our lives furniture do we shout out to Casa One for helping us with our furniture we love you but it was just like trying to figure that out I think very much like and finding like our friend groups like where our interest at like but I would we were in a like now area. I'm obsessed with LA I literally yeah. will be driving and I'm like oh my god I live here and I'm like I have the mountains mm-hmm. I have the beach yeah. I have everything I want I have like access to all these like fun events like I'm like I can't imagine so living somewhere on. else now yeah. I think if the key to living in LA successfully because like you like you just said you have the mountains yeah. you have the beach you have mm-hmm. literally Tahoe everything or not Tahoe T- Topanga <laughs> no Tahoe Lake Tahoe Lake Tahoe Mammoth no, where do people go Big snow- Bear yeah, Big, Big Bear, bear. Yeah, yeah you but can also go- you have Lake Tahoe so you can go <laughs> snowboarding even like, like San Diego is like not that far away to drive everywhere so much to do and there's like nature two hours away you go and there's like you're in the middle of nowhere yeah so you have so much to do it's about finding like that core group of friends and yeah. people mm-hmm. that you can really trust and it really is like putting people through the ringer and some a lot of times they don't pass and that's the hard part yeah but the good part is when you find like okay out of like 50 people this person passed mm-hmm. and they're gonna stick with me like i trust yeah them. But like you just have to go through the losses to yeah. get to that. And I feel like there's also a lot of people who are like party friends. Yeah. And yes. that's okay. That's totally fine. Yeah. It's people you go out with. It's people you like go to the same parties with. But then there's also people that you know are like your actual friends and who yeah. you can like call up when you're upset or like mm-hmm. can and like that I think is a little bit harder to find. But I feel like we're finally like figuring it out. I mean, after being on the West Side last weekend or two weekends oh, ago. Oh my God. Like, I'm like, boys are I've been so hot. Out. West Side boys are so hot. They were. They truly like are. Like Venice and Santa Monica. Oh, yeah, They're just yeah. so hot. West Side. Like, like everybody's in, in the scene and in entertainment. And it's like everywhere we went, it's like constantly. Yeah. Am I old, too old to be here? Am I too old to be here? Like that vibe. And it's like, yeah. I'm not competing. Not on the West Side. No. But no. like, you know what I mean? And like, everyone just, just going to like places. Normal. I'm like, I don't want to compete. Like I love competition, but not when it's like. I feel like an outcast here. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas like West Side, I felt much more comfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's more my vibe. Yeah. More my people. It's like, okay, good. People yeah. are more like me here. And I think people go to the West Side when they kind of are like, they figured their shit out. They don't need to like do as much. Yeah. Out of, like the scene shit. It's like, they just want to chill and have a good time. With but I do. But I'm like time like and place. To, it's yeah. Fun. West Hollywood's fun. I don't know. I, mean, I'm go, I go back and forth. I love West Hollywood now more than I did before. Yeah, but it's and even our also... location, I like way more than I did before. Yeah, but fuck, West Side's really fun too. I I can't. But then that, they're two different. Vibes. That's when I totally think just... I can't imagine leaving LA because I've only experienced West Hollywood. I still want to experience right. Like, 
west side and then i would maybe even dabble in the valley sometimes mm-hmm. i don't know like there's so many different areas of la that each one is its like own experience so mm-hmm. i'm down to try all of them so i don't really see myself leaving anytime soon mm-hmm. and the weather here is fucking amazing mm-hmm. i can't imagine going back to like winters dude i i mean my depression there is very different than my depression here. not really but it's just it's different it's like i can tell yeah night and day of the weather affecting and i just i'm mood. like more motivated to be like healthy out here mm-hmm. and yeah. like you're surrounded by it and healthy. eat well and like do things that are not just drinking because like, that's what everybody else is doing too right yeah. like everybody's going to their pilates yeah. class or they're going to do the sound bath or going to what the therapist that? do we have any other like fun updates just, I'm finally dating again. Oh, yeah? Okay, I, wait. Nilu, give us some, some life updates. I stopped dating for a few months because I liked my guy best friend. <laughs> and now we're not <laughs> friends at all. <laughs> That's for another day. But note to everyone, don't fall for your best friend. <laughs> guy best friend. But so I stopped dating during that period because I really did like him, I think. And I was just like hanging out with him a lot. And then once that ended, I like took time to just like get myself back situated, get myself mentally in a better place. And then now that I started feeling like myself again and I was really happy. Also, I'm like, was it the microdosing? Because I have been doing that more. So I think it might have something to do with mushrooms and my mood. But Has it helped your mood? Yeah, things are good. I mean, not all the time. Like, yeah, there's days when I still have like shitty moments and stuff. But overall, I would say much better. Yeah. And I really, that's the only thing that I've been really consistent with that could have really affected it and just focusing on myself for a little bit. But now that I like feel like I'm in a better place i'm ready to date again because i don't want to ever date when i'm mentally not right well because right. then it's not, it's not fun not i don't good. yeah and so it's been really fun i just i've been talking to people and it's fun i don't know i like dating again mm-hmm. what about you that's good no i feel like you're in like such a fun place right yeah. now too like i'm just like new city new boys like new people are obsessed things. with you okay no you think that and i no, really it's don't true. it's so it's true, true. It's true. <laughs> people no, are obsessed with not. you we went to we, <laughs> we we went to like super bowl events and people will like stop nilu in her tracks and being like who are you i need to know who no, you are i feel like that's guys, so she's kind blushing, of you i really am it's so true and i i feel like it's just because you're so like happy and comfortable in your own skin yeah right now and like that energy and people really pick up on curious too which is she's so very curious so she curious. asks a lot of very in-depth if, but questions it's either i want to ask you a million questions or i don't want to talk to you at all yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you will know which one it is because yeah. it's like one or the other you you do ask a lot of like good questions like thought if i'm like and, really like, interested in someone i'm like wait I want to like hear very more. Detailed. Yeah. yeah. I would say I'm definitely getting back into the dating scene now. I feel like I had a little few months of a hiccup in recovery and it really, I didn't think it was going to affect my mental health as bad as it did. But I, I think you. just the being inconsistent with like working out and just like always feeling like I had something, I want my life to be back normal. And I feel like I'm starting to get there where yeah. I, I'm feeling a lot more confident in general and how do I mean, you we feel have a like lot of fun shit ment- that's happening. Yeah. So, How do you feel like you're doing mentally now? I think I'm better. doing a lot better. I've been like, I would say putting in the work as far as like my attachments. I will we'll always go back to this. I'm rereading Attached. If you guys have attachment issues, I would Ooh. highly recommend. I've recommended it to a few girlfriends more recently and they've read it and they were like very, very happy. It's about attachment styles? Yeah, or? it's okay. called Attached. And it, it gives you different case scenarios and it explains the attachment styles much more in depth where it comes from things that we've talked about on the podcast, but it'll also say like, if you're ex, like here's the type of person you should look for and here are things that you should look for. And it's like very in depth in the matching of attachments and how to get out of that attachment and not become like attached to something. Wow. A person, a thing, whatever it is. 
So I'm rereading that. And yeah, I just feel like I'm in a really good space. I've, I've had some visits more recently with the boy situation. And we're not in any hurry. I'm just going to ride it out. I'm still having fucking fun in LA. Yeah. So it's fun. We've met some really cool people lately. We really have. We've had some really sick experiences. Are you yeah, Jess, who are you, are you who are you dating, Jess? The magical question. I have like seven guys on the road <laughs> right now. I've never been like dating multiple guys at once. Yeah, it's I I always have. So. And I, it <laughs> makes a difference. Oh it my really god, does. it's so like I will never not unless it's like I'm about to get married. Yeah, and that and, sounds fucked yeah. up, but it's like I really think girls settle too soon. Mm-hmm. And I was oh thinking my god, about yes. this the other day, and I talked to my therapist about it too. I'm like, we let's take the stigma away from girls dating multiple guys because if a guy told you he had five girls on his roster, you'd be like, oh, that's normal. Right. right. You're a guy. You have a lot of girls that are interested. But suddenly, like, because to get a guy to settle down is like an achievement, right? right. Yeah. To get a guy to settle down, that's like, oh my God, you finally got him to be exclusive. Like, let's do that with girls. Let's yeah. make it yeah. to where, no, we're hard to be exclusive. Like, it is your privilege for me to be exclusive yeah. with you it is not your right it. the first date for me to be exclusive and right. I, I feel if I, you want me to like drop everyone else for you you better be you giving me everything it. oh yeah. Yeah. everything and yeah. we drop girls i'm gonna tell you something <laughs> i learned listen we drop everything. other guys for a, this one guy way too quickly yeah way too fucking yep. quickly yeah. he takes us on three dates and maybe like buys us a flower and we're like <laughs> No other guys. No other guys will I ever see because of you. It's like no. So don't feel guilty if you're going on dates with other guys. It's like when you're loyal to a guy in the talking stage and then when he fucks you over, you're like, wait, what? Because he was never loyal. And girl, you shouldn't have been either. And by the way, if you weren't loyal, you probably (laughs) would have seen he wasn't the one. Right. Like I have like seven guys I'm talking to right now, and like one of them was acting up, and I'm like, Oh, okay, I see it. See yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't need your attention. Because I have someone who's and they're treating me better than you. So why would I stick around? and that I think when when women like when we get into the scarcity mindset Uh of like I'm ready to get settled down I'm ready to like you go into this mindset of like I only see one guy yes you know what I mean okay I will say I have seen girls be like I don't even understand how you can find more than one guy that you're interested in and it's like I think you have to be like more open-minded to people and like give people a chance and that's why I say like go on dates like even if you're unsure about the guy like you never know until you like actually meet them and like Mm -hmm. see what they're like that you might end up liking them way more than you thought but like if you're like saying no to everyone like yeah you're not gonna meet anyone you like or if you're not like going out or like meeting people then like yeah but i'll also add to to that sometimes people don't think a lot of people are interesting because they're not interested (laughs) i'm dead serious i'm dead serious if you are finding that no one around you is interesting be more interested. I don't, maybe, yeah, I agree with Ask that. Ask more questions. But it yeah. might also just be like, they're like, how do you meet these guys? How are yeah, you true, meeting true. them? Is it dating apps? Is it like, I feel like all of mine have been in person yeah. pretty much at this point. Yeah, or same. like mutual people. And honestly, those have been way better. But that is hard. We're very lucky where we have a lot of friends who will take us to places or invite us places and we like meet them that way. But if you're not going out all the time, yeah, maybe it's easier on a dating app and it can be scary to be like, I'm going to meet up with this random person that I don't really know anything about. But it's like, just try and put yourself out there. You never know. Yeah, I mean, all of the people we've met have all been through, like, mutuals inviting us to an event or, like, introducing us when we weren't even, like, trying. We're like, great, we just met new friends here and, like, hit it off. Yeah. 
And yeah, so I think going to more events would be a big thing. Yeah. Just like if people invite you somewhere and you're like yeah. a little hesitant, just say yes. And yeah. you never know who you might meet. Even if yeah. it just becomes a friend, it's like then they might invite you to something else yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like putting yourself out there, which I know we're all pretty probably more extroverted. So it's probably yeah. easier for us. If someone's more introverted, it's probably a little bit more difficult, but it's just pushing yourself outside the comfort zone. And like maybe the first time you do it, it's going to be a little uncomfortable and you're a little awkward and whatever. But the more times you do it, the more times you practice it, you'll become like more comfortable and like outgoing and like know what kind of like mm-hmm. conversations to have and like questions to ask and whatnot so then like you don't feel as awkward the next time. I also think if you are an introvert, because I would say of all of us, like I'm the most introverted. You and- think? Yeah, definitely. Really? Like, but I hang out with people who are extroverts. Yeah. So, like, it, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, you guys pull me out, which yeah. I'm like appreciative of because it's like, all right, you guys have, we're all going to different things, different places. And yeah. when you invite and I say, okay, yeah, I'm really glad that I went and I did yeah. that because I may not have done that on my own, maybe because it's not in my interest or my wheelhouse. And so it's like, I think I've said yes to more things that are outside of what I normally yeah. do. Yeah. Like, the Metaverse event was awesome. And yeah. I, like, we just went to support mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, yeah, Yeah. like I met a, like I met somebody who's in a seed run, like somebody who's trying to raise funds for a startup. And it was just like good to connect with different types of people there. And I think it was like not our norm. Even trying to, sometimes it's easier to go with a friend. We're lucky that we can kind of like bring each other places. But even if you like don't have someone to go with, just try going alone. Like I know it's kind of like scary, but it's like, just go. There's probably someone else who's also there alone. And you just like make small talk in the beginning like see who like seems like they're also by themselves and just like talk to them and like I think people are more likely to talk to people too if they are alone like that girl that was there she was the only she was like I thought I was gonna be the only female here like Like, she literally texted me today she was so nice and it's just like also we're like yeah if I if I had the balls to go to that event alone like I would want somebody to just be welcoming and, and warm too. So um. And also join our Facebook group, One Drink In, or yeah. our Geneva group, One Drink In, and meet girls that way, and then have them introduce you to their cute yeah. single friends. Oh my God. But I like Chloe's thing too of like being friends with people that are more social. Yeah. So if you can kind of try to be more intentional with the girls around you that you know go to events and that are social, that's like the first step. If you're someone that's like, oh, I probably wouldn't go out and I'm not super extroverted, Try to think of, like, your friends and which one in that group is extroverted and try to, like, be more intentional with hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. And then they'll invite you to their events to be, like, their plus one. Yeah. And then it just gets easier, as Neela said. Like, it just gets yeah. easier. The more you one do it, yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. going to be uncomfortable. But, like, honestly, there's not been a situation of any of these events that we've been doing or experiences where I'm, like, man, I really regret doing that. Like, yeah. we have made crazy connections and – had fun, fun experiences. So. Every time, every time I say yes to something, I'm like, whoa. Well, one time I said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's every now and then. Uh, I can't promise every time is going to be amazing, but I can promise that the more you do it, the more comfortable you feel, the more people you meet. thousand percent. And the more guys you'll have on your roster. So there you go. And then the less you'll care about the one guy who's not responding. Oh, it's so <laughs> true, you guys. I swear. Because I'm not to talking to someone else's. It's okay. I swear, when I was younger, like, I would be like, okay, he's the one. He took me on two dates. He likes me. I like him. And then I would be sad and mad at him if I wasn't his only one and he dropped off the face of the earth or he wasn't (laughs) consistent. Guess what? He was, he had a roster and someone outdid me on his roster. And guess what? Someone would have outdid him if you had a roster. So get a roster. So we're back to building your roster. All right. I love that. And let's, let's take away the stigma of like, Girls that date a lot 
or hoes. Don't sleep with them, girls. Yeah, you don't have to sleep, sleep with, with all of them. them. They can just be crushes that you like. I personally wouldn't sleep with any of them, but that's because I get emotional when I sleep. I didn't used to, but I start. Yeah, I started to become very emotional. And now when I have sex with someone, I, I'm like... You were really into unless, them. Mm-hmm. Unless I don't actually like them. I can have sex. I feel like they you're, owe me something. You're attached like, to them. Yeah, you're attached. Okay, well, Jess... It's been amazing, guys. <laughs> Sorry, we're wrapping it up. Jess, where can everybody find you? Drop your deets. Okay, please. so I would say go on to my YouTube channel, Metaverse Queen. I should come up. Do I? Can you search it? I think yeah. I do. We can drop it also in the notes. Yeah. Metaverse Queen on my YouTube. TikTok, Metaverse Queen. <laughs> and Instagram. Metaverse Queen? It's not Metaverse Queen. <laughs> it's Jessica Stalker, S-T-O-C-K-E-R. And every day I post a new video on YouTube, five TikToks, and you will, I promise you, you will learn a lot. You guys, I'm telling you right now, Jess is about to blow up on all platforms so get in early you can can say that you discovered jess to your friends you can tell them oh i i found this girl and she will be huge and all your friends will be obsessed that's true we're obsessed and aside from jess you can find chloe and i (laughs) (laughs) enough about her (laughs) back to us you can find us at one drink dot in on instagram on tiktok we're at one drink in and then my account is at Nilu Fadi, and I recently made a private Finsta for all my Ooh, dating content, which so is nice. at looney.tunes. So good. So many accounts. We'll put them in the show notes. And Chloe, what is your Mine's handle? just my name, Chloe underscore Burdett on everything, TikTok, Instagram, etc. But yeah, that wraps it up for today. Thanks, Jess. Thank you, guys. We love you. One Thank you. One build your roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs>